Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast for Amazon sellers. It's Kirsty and Isaac here. We are the co-founders of Real Coaching for Amazon sellers. And we have worked with thousands of Amazon sellers since 2015 to help them grow their businesses. Right now, we are seeing a lot of concern and confusion in terms of how to move forward with product research and analysis due to COVID-19 causing increased buying in some categories and major drop-offs in other categories. Yeah, that's right. So obviously right now it's a bit of a fluctuation period. So what we wanted to do is actually go through the process of how you can do product research in times of extreme fluctuation, but also how you can also think about positioning your business for growth. Because in times like this, what we don't want to do is stop growing because or stop doing anything because we, we're, we're not really sure what's going to happen. So we need to get good at future projection right? Future projectioning is our word, whatever. I've just made a word <laughs> up. <laughs> and assuming based on what we're seeing and in the news and, and what we're seeing in trends, et cetera, you know, what does that mean for our business? So that's the, that's the way to actually start to think about how, to, how do you grow your business within this period? Not just, I need to stop doing everything right now. So if you were looking for products, you need to continue to do that. If you were selling products, obviously, you need to continue to sell. So you need to think of a way of how, of how to reposition those products. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to cover, you know, which categories are we seeing an increase in, which is pretty much the majority, actually, which categories are falling off and how to make sense of your product research and also to decide when you should actually think about launching your products again. Yeah. And first thing I want to do is kind of start with a couple of quotes just for some inspiration, because a lot of people, you know, they need a little bit of motivation and, and a little inspiration to kind of get back in the right mindset. And that's what I kind of want to share with you first. So the first quote comes from John F. Kennedy, former president of the United States. He says, there are risks and costs to action, but they are far less than the long range risks of comfortable inaction. And this, this is very near and dear to me because when people are very comfortable, they tend to not do anything. And so you have to be a little uncomfortable, especially anytime there's something like this going on, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable naturally, but doing action or taking action is going to make you feel a lot more comfortable because you're going to get experience. You're going to start to learn from it quickly. Whereas if you think that just sitting there and being like, okay, well, if I don't take any risk, I'm going to feel more comfortable. It's not going to feel more comfortable when you come out of this and you're in a worse position. It's always better to start taking action and learning from experience. Another one comes from Dale Carnegie. He was a, a big speaker. Um, he's written some books on my shelf back there. He says, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. And again, like I said, you'll feel a lot more confident and, and you'll have a lot more courage if you actually start taking that action. So don't just sit there on your hands and think this is the time to do nothing, wait around and just hope that things will be better, you know, in the next couple of months. That's not how it works. So Basically, doing nothing now will ruin your chances of growth this year. So if you're thinking like, hey, I want to grow my products or grow my brand or grow my business in 2020, well, it's not going to happen if you don't do anything. And we'll get, kind of cover that a little bit more in just a little bit. But essentially, you got to start thinking about Prime Day coming. You got to start thinking about 2020, you know, quarter four, all that stuff. And the four ways to grow, even during COVID-19, essentially, are number one, you can expand your brand's scope of products. We'll talk about this in just a second. Then we can also launch new products depending on what your situation is. 
You can also optimize your products and manage your inventory and cash flow for your current products, which we'll also talk about in just a second. And you can also get your first product launched with proper research. And it's not going to be that hard or as hard as you think it is. And if you've never launched a product and you're sitting there waiting for something to happen and you're just like, okay, well, I can't do it during this time. Well, then you're probably not going to help yourself or do any favors for yourself for the entire year. So you definitely don't want to just be sitting around doing nothing. We'll talk about these each individually as we go. Yeah. So, I mean... You know, this is a, it's an interesting time, obviously. People use that word a lot, right? It's interesting <laughs> when they, the when they're like, normal. oh. I'm not, I'm not liking that phrase the yet. The new normal. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, is it? I don't know. What, what does that actually mean? But basically, I think for us as business owners, not necessarily just Amazon sellers, but as business owners as well, it's interesting to see people's behavior, right? That's how we can then start to think about as, well, as entrepreneurs and growing our business, what kind of impact is this going to have on people's behavior in the future? And one thing that we're seeing is, actually, I saw this in a study the other day or a quick survey they must have done. But basically, you know, e-commerce is up at least 30 to 50% anyway, because guess what? We're all stuck at home. How many people have actually gone, oh, I should really buy this? I actually bought a, an upholstery cleaner the other day, right? Because I'm literally sat at home the whole time going, oh, that carpet stain needs doing, <laughs> which I clearly would never do in my life. But I bought an upholstery cleaner, right? So, you know, we're all sat at home going, okay, well, I can, and I can get that on Amazon. That was the first place that I went to, even though I'm in Canada and there's not as much range, but that's where I went to when I bought an upholstery cleaner for like 150 bucks, right? So would you be thinking right now, well, people are really wanting upholstery cleaners? No, but guess what? Their behavior is changing because they're finding new things because they're in the home, right? So every category we've seen so far is pretty much up apart from, as usual, you know, travel, right? Because we're all stuck indoors and also- Party supplies and, and yeah. automotive Party necessarily supplies. isn't up, but there's very few, there's very few categories, but like almost everything in, you know, sports and indoor activities and all this, or outdoor activities, it's not up for that, but it's for the indoor activities it is. Yeah, exactly. So stuff that may have been used outdoors can also still be used indoors, right? So for me, for instance, you know, I used to go to the gym every morning and I loved doing that. Well, my, you know, trainer, and I'm sure a lot of people are experiencing this, have, is, now, is now doing personal training via Zoom, right? So I'm still doing it and I've actually needed to buy some more stuff because guess what? I'm not going to the gym and actually using the equipment in the gym. So, you know, gardening, things like that. I mean, I'm even thinking about not only am I buying a, an upholstery cleaner, I'm actually going to do the gardening <laughs> weekend, <laughs> right? Random people doing stuff that they wouldn't normally do, but guess what? Maybe I'll enjoy it and maybe I'll continue to do it. So it's an opportunity as well as, you know, it's fluctuating at the moment. So you've got to think about in my category with the brand that I've currently got, how else can I position this brand and what can I do in the future where people's habits are going to change? Me personally right now, I was a a diehard for going to the gym first thing in the morning because it's the way it got me like focused. But it took me ages to get there. It took me like like 45 minutes to get there, 45 minutes back. So that's like another hour and a half of my day kind of done and dusted. Now I'm, I literally do my workout. It's done. Shower, bosh in doing the work, right? So now I'm even thinking about changing my habits. Hopefully if she keep, continues it going to doing it from home. So this is going to change a lot of people's habits. So and one thing I would say is, a lot of people think, oh, well, I'm just going to go right back to the gym. But a lot of people are not going to go back to the gym. So there's going to be a lot of gyms that are going to be very empty for the next few months. Yeah, I would think so. Because, I mean, like you you know me, I was a diehard, right? 
but as long as I can get the same experience or near as damn it, and it's not, it's actually saving me time. It's also saving me money. Then I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to create new habits. The kids have gone out and bought, you know, guitars and ukuleles. And I even, I used to play the trumpet. I even thought about buying a trumpet the other day. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's going to be too far. But you know, you're going to, people are going to take up new habits, new hobbies and continue doing it. Now, for those people where your brand is negatively impacted, start thinking about, well, okay, that, you know, if say eating, eating out or I'm um, trying to think about, you know, hiking or whatever, your outdoors brand, the way that you've positioned the brand right now, is there anything within that brand in the ideal client that you can then broaden that ideal client out so that they will, that you can take advantage of what's currently going on right now. So outdoors activities, can you broaden that out to maybe gardening, right? So, you know, you love being outside. You can't actually go out right now in the national parks because they're all closed. So what can you actually do to get that same experience in your own garden or in the park next door or where you can actually go outside. So think about broadening it out and how can you actually either reposition the current products that you currently have or think about quickly, well, what other products could I potentially bring to market as a way to capture the ideal client? Now, this is not like a quick fix thing either. This is thinking about broader about the future. How do you reposition your brand so that you can actually be more evergreen in your choices as we like to call it? So something that someone's always going to need regardless of what impacts their life. Now, we would never have thought that this could impact our lives in this way. I would never have thought that I could, I would not be able to go outside and do the things that I really want to do. Now it's happened. So it's not going to be a quick fix, right? This thing is going to continue, even though when, when we're allowed outside, there could be another, another thing that like that impacts our lives. So how in those situations can your brand help those people still live an awesome life, regardless of where they are and what they're doing in their circumstances. So that's the way I'm thinking about broadening out my brand is to think about, well, how do I help those people in that situation and reposition it in that way? Yeah. And, and we know a lot of people do travel products. And this is, this is a, a good example because most people only consider travel by plane. So they're always going on vacation only by plane. That's the only way most people think of traveling. Not for consumers, but for Amazon sellers. Amazon sellers only want to make plane travel more convenient, right? So then we, we were thinking about, you know, how do you expand a brand like travel that may not be doing very well right now? And it's like, well, think about where most people do traveling. It's not in a plane. It's usually in their car on a daily commute or going on a little road trip somewhere. 90% of people will do more traveling in their car than they ever will in plane, or probably like 99% of people. So think about expanding that brand to also include daily commuting as travel. Think about, you know, how you can be soccer mom traveling to, you know, drop off all the kids on a daily commute or, you know, business dad do, taking road trips or whatever. That's still travel. That can still fit your ideal client. So, you know, even something like a product that you might have to pivot, like, uh, you know, the, the pillow neck rest thing or whatever for planes. Well, you can use that absolutely in cars. You can use that to rest your head, you know, when, you, when you're in home, at home, you know, laying, sitting there on a Zoom call and you're just bored, well, you know, laying your head on the just, desk. I was actually just going to say that because the kids were bored the other day. So one of them actually tidied up our, um, you know, we put all the towels and everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Laundry cupboard or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And we found, you know, the, those things that you've just been talking about. And I was like, oh, because I was going to be on a Zoom, um, like a... Uh, like a workshop 
So I was like, great. I actually used it <laughs> in my chair because I knew I was going to be sat down for such a long time. And I was like, oh, this is brilliant. So yeah, you just repositioning it for that. Working from home, you need, you need new equipment, right? So I, I literally did that the other day. Yeah. yeah. So again, it's just you can pivot products. You can expand your brand scope. So two easy, you know, just off the top of the head kind of things that it's not let... You don't have to be so minute in detail about what your brand is. You can scope it out a little bit more. And this can help you long term, not just during COVID-19. But think about things that people do every day more often than, you know, on rare occasions. Because the rare occasion stuff will still sell well, but not nearly as much as everyday occasion type of stuff. Yeah. And I would say that, I mean, this is like a, a bit more like top down. But when you're thinking about crisis or when you're thinking about, okay, you know, this is obviously this is impacting a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people, businesses, but you go back and you look at how things like this in the past, nothing ever has happened like this only in, so what, what was it? 1918? Spanish flu, yeah. Spanish flu. But, you know, in terms of where we are right now and how we're, how we're actually living life, there's always solution to problems, right? You always come out of the other side but it's the survival of the fittest in terms of, from a business perspective, in terms of, well, how do you pivot your business based on what's happening right now? Because what's happening right now is going to change the face for the future. It's not just going to go back to what it was, which is where are probably the new normal is coming from, right? But yeah. basically what it means is what, what impacts are going to happen? Think about your brand and the habits that may be changing, that the, your ideal client may want to do in the future. And I just think there's way more opportunity here to think outside the box in terms of where your brand and your business can go for the future. So that's how you have to switch switch your mindset from, I've got a massive roadblock right now to how do I actually jump over that and see broader than where I was actually currently seeing my business going. Yeah. So basically, if your sales are not doing as well as they were before, it's not time to give up. It's time to pivot. It's time to think outside the box, like you just said, Kirsty. Yeah. And if your products are doing roughly as expected, so actually most of my products are doing as expected during this time because it's I have a couple of uh, seasonal product and another one that kind of just chugs along at the regular pace. I would actually be looking to launch new products. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm actually launching a whole new brand, but I'm launching new products during this time because I want to still grow. I'm not going to just sit here and think, okay, well, things are going as usual. So they'll just keep going as usual. I want to grow my ability to sell on Amazon. So Basically, I'm sticking to my product release plan. I'm confirming my numbers before I launch. So that way I know how much it's going to cost me to do this stuff. I'm starting to get factory quotes. Actually, I literally just did this yesterday. I have to go back to my sourcing agent because I forgot to tell her how many units I want, but I still am sourcing products every day. I'm going to get samples and start production. And basically nothing's going to change for me. The only thing that's changed for you in this situation is your confidence. You can still absolutely do your product research. You can use Jungle Scout's historical data. You know, you can click on that thing and it'll say, you know, has it been going up or down during COVID since, you know, March of this year. And you can use that historical data using Helium 10 or Jungle Scout to see if the numbers still work. You can still plot out how much profitability you have. You can still plot out your pricing. All that stuff is exactly the same. The only thing that's different is your confidence level. And if you actually have a strategy and have planning processes in place like this, like we teach all of our members, then your confidence level is going to be a lot higher than those people who just go, I'm going to shut down because I don't know what to do in this situation, or I'm just going to sit here and wait. It's, it's, it's not going to help you. That would be like, you know, if there's a fire in your house, you just sit there and let it burn down. It's like, 
well, maybe get some water or start building another house either way. Right. <laughs> you, can't, yeah. <laughs> you can't just be homeless. <laughs> Exactly. And, and for those people, you know, that might not have been doing this full time and were working full time and trying to do this, you know, and grow this business. Now is the time to really get your teeth into, okay, what, what could my business look like? Right. I know sometimes it can be because we don't, we didn't know how long this is going to last for. So sometimes when you're in flux like that, you're like, okay, there's no point in trying to do that right now, but you're never going to get this time back. Right. So use it wisely as Isaac's doing looking into, um, you know, launching a new brand, like we said, pivot the current product. But then also, if you feel like you don't want to spend the time even pivoting the current products that you have, think about, well, how do I broaden out my brand and therefore launch products that are going to be more evergreen in this situation? Yeah. Now, there are obviously going to be some people where their brand and their products are doing way better than, than what they actually expected at this time of year. For me personally, I'm in the fitness niche. So, now, not normally, this is like a slump time after Christmas time, you know, and everybody's got their New Year's resolutions and then they continue not to do it. You know, this is kind of a slump period, but now it's going off. So um, basically, the, the idea is, is to keep the momentum moving, right? So I know that maybe the highs that you're experiencing right now are probably not going to continue forever, but it's probably not going to go back to where they were either because, like I said, habits are going to change. So you need to get good at kind of future casting where this is going to be. And if you're thinking right now, yeah, this is going off, but then it's going to drop off a cliff. So I'm, as soon as my stock's out, then there's no point in continuing to, to redo that. I would say think again, because just think about how long is this potentially going to, going to go on for? And also how, you know, you've got to kind of think to yourself, well, with the majority of people that didn't do this before, how many would actually continue to do it and try and build a forecast around that. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. For me personally, I'm saying, okay, I'm probably the restrictions are probably going to be lifted either end of May, end of June, but I'm going to maximize that period. And then after that, I'm going to reduce it back, but not to where I thought it was going to be, but probably maybe half of that. And then maybe back, back to where it was before. Right. But then you've got enough time then to see where the trend is going. But try and maximize it as much as possible. Think about things like, can you maximize your pricing without price gouging at this point and get as much profit back as you can? Optimize everything that you currently do right now. So for me, for instance, looking at my ad spend, looking at my sponsored ads, my ACOS is way lower than what it was before because it's an, again, it's another need that people are having. So I'm optimizing my campaigns. I'm actually seeing that the ACOS is, is, is way better. So not only am I profit maxing my actual product itself from organic sales, but I'm also profit maxing my sponsored ads as well. And I'm spending more on my ads because my ACOS is lower. So just pay attention to those key areas and you can, you know, essentially maximize your business in this period if that's the kind of situation that you're in. And yeah. keep your cash focused on the current products that you've got now as well. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, you're not probably launching a bunch of new products because you're just thinking, I'm going to take what I've got and just ride this train until it yeah. kind of starts to slow down again. Absolutely. And I'm actually revitalizing some products that we're not doing as great. Um, and I was actually thinking about, you know, getting rid of those and bringing a new one in. I actually thought, you know what, I'll put the new one on hold because this this product right now is is actually, you know, going really, really well. So uh, in terms of the category. So again, I've made that calculated risk. So that's what you need to think about is just get, get comfortable being uncomfortable, as Isaac said, mm -hmm. because... Um, yeah, you don't know, right? We have no idea, even though, you know, 
world leaders might come out and tell you exactly what's going to happen. No one actually really knows right now. But what we do know is the way that we feel as customers, the way that we feel as consumers, and also how we feel in this situation, what kind of different habits we're, we're picking up and your friends are picking up and the family is picking up. So think about how is that going to impact your business and how you can actually capitalize on that. And especially if your products are going off right now, they're probably going to continue that, I would say, for the next at least two or three months. Yep, for sure. And again, yeah, don't just sit there and think, oh, again, I don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do anything. So we're giving you guys strategies flat out. Here's how you can actually grow your business. In any situation, there's a solution to a problem, and there are always ways to get moving. And the fourth best way or the fourth way that we want to talk about growing in this in this episode is essentially for those people who haven't even started who are deathly afraid to start selling right now because they feel like, oh, well, I don't know what I can ship in, what I can't. Well, there's ways that you can actually test that out ahead of time. First of all, um, you can obviously, you know, create a listing on Amazon. You can see how much inventory you can send in well before you even order it just as a test. But again, if you're just starting production right now and you're probably three to four weeks away from, or even if you're not starting, maybe you're starting sourcing right now, you're probably three to four weeks away from shipping anything in any way. So don't let it stop you. You can still hold the products in your supplier's warehouse in, in the factory just until you can actually ship it in as well. So there's really no reason to stop. So if you haven't started selling yet, or you've just delayed your decision on products to launch due to fears or delays, well, get the product ordered and get it ready to launch it because that's what's going to get you the next growth phase in your business. You can't just sit there and expect to, you know, make money when all your products are sitting in idea phase or when they're sitting in a, in a factory in China, you got to get them ready. So basically, you know, reanalyze your numbers from Jungle Scout or Helium 10, make sure that they still look good, that the product's still profitable, you know, use historical data to look for those um, spikes and dips. And then obviously you want to confirm the numbers for your launches. So, hey, is the, the numbers going way up? Do I have to spend way more to get on page one now? Or do I spend about the even amount? Or maybe I focus on a second product, you know, my second priority instead of my first priority during this period. Start getting those quotes. Start, you know, getting samples and productions. Again, nothing's really changed except your confidence. Just like if you were launching new products for an existing business. The only thing that's changed really here is your decision to not do something you can absolutely decide to do something. And just like, you know, JFK and Dale Carnegie were saying, action is better than not taking action, right? So if you're sitting there waiting and going, you know, I'd really like to just wait things out. Well, when you come out of this, and we'll talk about this in just a second, there's going to be some things coming up later this year that you are totally unprepared for, that you're not going to, that's not going to help you grow. And you're going to be way behind any growth projections you had for yourself. And like you said, Kirsty, e-commerce is actually higher you see a lot of retail stores closing, unfortunately. You see like mom and pop restaurants closing down. You don't see Amazon stock going down or, you know, the amount of orders going down or the shipping time, you know, being less. Like you don't get one day delivery now. You get like seven day delivery because there's so many people buying right now. That's mm -hmm. how fast this has grown in just two months. I mean, Amazon stock is you know, gone way up. I think it was something like $55 billion that Jeff Bezos is, is worth more now than he was at the start of this, which is insane. Mm -hmm. So this is the time to actually be looking and, and getting onto an e-commerce platform because I know people that have brick and mortar retail stores and they're begging to be reopened, even though it might not be safe for them to do so, they have to have their business in order to, you know, adjust for their livelihood. So this is the time when you can look at e-commerce and go, 
This is a great shining example of why having an e-commerce business and getting started is better than not having it at all. And yeah, so, and absolutely. I mean, I mean, if there's any brick and mortar stores actually listening to this, you know, most people that we know that are doing this business and, and you know, also doing it well, they're not skipping a beat. They're just growing in this period. And this is definitely a way to safeguard anything like this happening again, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and this is going to be, this is going to change the future of the way that people shop because it's easier. It's, I mean, people, a lot of people are doing it anyway, but the key thing is that Amazon will not, will only turn this into an opportunity as Jeff, Be- you know, Jeff Bezos, right? Yep. Of course, he's, he wants to keep the customer at the heart of everything that they do, which is why as sellers, it really annoys us sometimes, but you know, it's good that they, they serve the customer and they want to keep serving the customer and they know that the customer needs stuff. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of, you know, the rhythm of your business, the way that the business is moving, you need to still plan for those things happening, right? So right now we're recording this. It's the 1st of May. Prime Day is coming. It's either going to be July or I think it's August now. I think they've, they've said. There's always rumor. They don't tell you anyway, right, until like yeah. two weeks before anyway. Um, but you still have to plan for it. It's going to be a massive day, especially if we're still in restriction mode. You know, we might not be full, full lockdown, but if we're still going to have restrictions, it's going to be big. So you need to plan for that as well. If you, you know, position your products well, get yourself ranked, pivot those products if you need to, and make sure that you position well for that time because a lot of traffic is going to come in on that day and that week. Also in uh, Christmas, that's still going to happen, you know, same time every year. That's a massive buying period. Right now, in some categories, it's even higher than Christmas, right? So, Make sure that you're actually stocking up for that period as well. Regardless, I mean, you talked about party supplies earlier. People would, even if, say we're still in lockdown, I don't believe we, we will be, but say we're all still locked down. We're going to have virtual parties, right? So we're still going to want to dress up the room. We're still going to want to do stuff. We might even want to send, you know, party supplies to other people. So just think about, you know, in those core periods, even if we're still in lockdown, how can you still be successful? But make sure that you've still got enough stock because Christmas is not going to go away and people are still always going to buy. And more, more, more than likely, they might even buy more online as presents for other people because they can't be bothered going to the stores anymore and they've changed their habits, right? So you've got to think about that as well. Yeah, so I don't think that the war on Christmas is actually real either. So I don't think it's going away anytime. It's not going to be canceled anytime soon. No. <laughs> People will still be going out and celebrating Christmas for sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> even if you don't believe in it, you get presents and you get drinks. Happy days. <laughs> Spiked eggnog um, and peppermint schnapps of various flavors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, it was funny the other day, I was talking about right, about repositioning products as well. And I was saying, yeah, we should probably reposition maternity wear as uh, quarantine wear. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're just all eating crap and drinking, right? Yeah, so, house yeah. lounging wear instead. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. quarantine lounge wear <laughs> yeah. instead of Lululemon, you know, active wear. Yeah. So hopefully guys, this is giving you guys a lot of inspiration and some strategies around how to actually, you know, grow your business at this point. So just to recap, you know, if your brand is negatively, so just to recap, if your brand is negatively impacted by stay at home policies or viral fears, expand the scope of your brand to sell new products during this time and for the future or pivot products that you currently have as well. If your brand or products are roughly doing as expected, start launching new products. It's basically business as usual for you. There's nothing that should stop you from moving your business forward. 
If your products are doing better than expected, optimize the current products, manage cash and inventory for them, and focus all your efforts right there on those really you know, well-producing, well-selling products. And if you haven't started selling due to fears or delays, well, get started. Get your first product launched with proper research. Do the research, make sure the launch and all the costs are still roughly the same. And if they are, move full steam ahead. There's nothing stopping you from growing. So guys, now that you're armed with this information, it's basically your job to just go out there and implement them into your business and grow your business through action. If you'd like to get some absolutely free training on what it takes to be a successful business to, to fuel your lifestyle, head to www.goteamreal.com to download our free training today. We'll see you guys next week for the next Sprint to Profit episode. And as always, we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.